Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey everybody, Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast, 111 Productions, iHeartRadio. Radio, and I am joined by the uh, gussied up. Half of us are gussied up today for big time <laughs> interviews. We're not going to tell you who they are, but but Danielle Romo and Tara suits back. Here they are, and they are ready for a big time interview. It's certain they certainly didn't get ready for me. It's it's not for We're me. In the office. They We're are in the office today. <laughs> they're in the office, right? And they are interviewing a big couple of celebrities we're not going to tell you who they are but uh, they're very excited and it should be great uh great interviews amy sugarman uh not gussied up wet hair straight out of the shower yeah. i do like I am, your sweatshirt though yeah it's very cute it's very festive like santa yes. gnomes there you go but yeah i don't have to do the big interview today uh, no, so you do. You're with you're with you're I'm on with the you. I am all in podcast. So what could be? What could, <laughs> I'm not wearing. Makeup speaking like of big things, things uh, December twenty second, <laughs> guys. Have you know the the? I think I think the WB tour is sold out. Yes, I talked for to the twenty second. You talked to James, it and he is. said it was. He said it was sold out for for the entire day, or just. For, for, he said for Scotty P's thing. Oh man. It's so that's <laughs> it's, I love how he always calls you Scotty P. Scotty P. Always. 
Like we always call you Scott, but he always, so this is Jim Scott who works at the, he works at Warner Brothers. So Scott has known him for like 20, 22 years. years, We've, we've, he's the greatest guy. He's just the the best. best. He was on the show. If you missed his episode, you got to go back. He's the best hang. He always calls you Scotty P. I know. He's the best. He's just so the best. And he's about to get married and the whole thing. And it's, I think think it's really great. He's 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 just such a, his life is just, just working out beautifully and it's it's wonderful to see yeah um, so the in-person is sold out but people can still watch in person the sold out but you can still get the stream at moment.co backslash mm-hmm. i am all in guys they're selling like hotcakes and 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 don't miss out because we're doing a whole kind of thing there's bonus features and and things that i'm going to be doing before i even well, jump up on stage the- so that's the part that Not that I'm not stoked about the interviews. Right. That's awesome. And we have amazing guests. The part that I'm most excited for (laughs) is like seeing you going all around Stars Hollow. Like, like, I said to Danielle, this sums it up. I said to Danielle, I'm so sorry. Like, I know it's literally right before the holidays. I'm Mm -hmm. so sorry you have Mm -hmm. to work. And she Mm -hmm. goes, I'm actually super excited. (laughs) (laughs) As a first time watcher too, the fact that I'm excited about this, I can't even imagine like everyone else who's seen all the seasons. You know what I mean? Like I'm thrilled. I'm excited about it. I'm all pumped up to see the fans. And you know, my buddy, you know, my best friends in the world besides you guys are, are the guys I grew up (laughs) with. Right. And, and there's a, there's a guy called me back home. He goes, what, he goes, he's like, what the heck is going on out there? What, you, when did you become Bing Crosby? What's like going on? <laughs> so, so you going to go out there and do jokes and like sing songs? I said, yeah, kind of. So he was just, he was just some busting jokes. my chest. So, yeah. Yeah. Some. Maybe some Gilmore jokes. Maybe, you know, nothing off color. How do you, you that's, a, that's, an, that's an interesting thing. Yeah. Because I know you've been back and you've done some things, but how do you feel like return to Stars Hollow. And it will be, it's not like you're just going on the Warner Brothers lot oh, no. like for work. Oh, it no. will be a return because yeah. it will be all set up. So like, do you feel nostalgic? Do you feel happy? This is the journey, part of the journey. This might be the first stop on the journey of giving the fans what they want. Yeah. And this is a form of it, right? And I think what they want is, you know, ultimately they want more episodes. But if they can experience something like this, right? Yeah. A podcast live on a stage in Stars Hollow on the steps of the high school across from Luke's, across from Lorelei's house, uh, uh, right next to the gazebo and be there. Uh, I, I just yeah. think it's going to be just such a wish fulfillment bucket list type of uh, thing. And that's what a lot of people are commenting on. Um, Do you? You know how you're, you're Scotty P. We I call am. you Scott, but you. you're Scotty P. Is Luke like right there for you though? Like that he's like a part of you? I just want to say one thing, okay? Because I know you're, you're setting me up here. You're going to make me cry. Um, mm-hmm. The stream is available for seven days, 23rd to the 29th. So if you get the streaming, right? It's going to be mm-hmm. available for seven right, right. days. You, so you don't, don't have to worry. watch it right You don't, you don't have right. to. You're not going to miss anything. Okay. You can watch it on Christmas. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so, so we're going to talk about this episode. Let's jump into this episode. And mm-hmm. uh, um, overall, um, you know, this, this episode for me, and we're going we're gonna to get into it chronologically, but one of the 
questions I get most frequently is Mm -hmm. from the fans and from the press is, are you like your character? People do Mm want to know this. Yeah. And this depiction of Luke in this episode, um, Mm -hmm. that's me. Wow. And I I like, I went, I I went to pieces uh, watching this, not because of, you know, um, the performance, it, it, it was just, and I don't want to get too, too personal, but I mean, it's mm-hmm. just so powerful a show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the writing staff and Amy and Dan, they had this sort of eerie quality um, that they kind of knew you. Mm. They knew your life somehow. And I don't know how they did it because we didn't tell them about our lives. But mm-hmm. I, I know this from every other uh, actor in the show. It's like, how did they know that? Wow. So so this hits very close to home for me, this episode. Mm-hmm. And especially when he says, you know, I'm always cleaning up people's messes and, mm-hmm. you know, they're bad mouthing me. And, and but I, st- you know, I still take care of people and I still help them and this kind of a thing. Um, very powerful episode for me. Very, very powerful in terms of uh, Luke, and it, and it, and it begs so many questions. Um, but we can get into it when we get into it. But I'm just going to say yeah. right off the top, uh, very, very powerful episode. And I yeah, think, uh, uh, it, it it's a it's it's a top episode of the series for sure. I I and yes, and I and I want you guys to I want to hear your thoughts on it because I'm a little biased. Uh, because I'm so deeply involved in the episode on an emotional level because it was just weird watching it. Like, cause I don't remember, I don't rem I don't remember Liz's entrance. I don't remember Liz's storyline. I don't remember our relationship. That's what I wanted to ask you. So do you think you were, and I do know you, so mm-hmm. you answer what you want, but mm-hmm. do you think it affected you emotionally because of the brother sister? Oh God. Yeah. 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 Because Liz came in. Yeah. And I lost and I lost that sister. Yeah. And and then another one. And um it's been a tough tough 3 years. Yeah. Um and this episode just sort of brought it all back, you know. It brought it all back. And you know, his speech about Tolstoy. What did he say about families? And, <laughs> that um, was a beautiful scene. You know, I loved that mm-hmm, scene. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to hear what you said. Because of their banter, but it mm-hmm. wasn't funny. Mm-mm. It was so emotional. Mm-hmm. What it did was, you think? It, 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 it was, you know, it was, it was high drama. I mean, it mm-hmm. was, it was this universal theme that we keep harping on about these universal themes, but this is why the show is so unifying for such a large global audience, because these themes, everybody relates to this stuff. Everybody, you know, has some kind of uh, black sheep in their families or they're the yeah. black sheep or, you know, everybody has. God, this. that is so true. Scott, when you, when Luke says it, whatever it is to the effect of everybody's got a m- messed up family. Mm-hmm. Man, do you go, that is so true. Everybody's got a story. you know. Even every- the perfect family. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, su- no such thing. That is so true. No such thing. And I always thought growing up, there was the perfect family. Mm. You know, and did I you knew- think that you just weren't it? Or did you think you were it? Well, it was weird. No, no. 
I, I, I knew who the perfect family is when I was growing up and they lived in another town and they were blonde. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they were perfect. <laughs> I was in love with the sister. <laughs> and I just fantasized about them all the time, wanting wow. to be a part of that family. Oh, wow. And then when I sort of started digging around, I don't know, I just got into this thing a bunch of years ago and I needed to find uh, the girl that I was obsessed with. I wanted to connect with her. Finally. Girl. You're right. Okay. I wanted to connect with her and I found her sister. No way. And she told From this family. From this family. And she told me all these stories about the family and all the tragedies and all they the breakups. Perfect at all. And they weren't perfect at all. Mm-hmm. I was stunned. I was staggered. Staggered. So there's no such thing. It's a myth. You know. It's what you know, we want. It's what we aspire to. It's what we all and we get sometimes within our families and our friends. And that's what we all strive for. And that's the beauty of the show. This show, this Gilmore Girls show, it's all of these people that are off balance, trying to connect, trying to connect with each other, trying to connect with friends, trying to connect with potential lovers. It's everybody's off balance. And we're all like, it's, oh God, they're almost balanced. And it's almost there. And then, oh, you know, it gets thrown off. And it's just, it's like a a tightrope walk. Because Paris, Paris, Mm screwing up literally she's really blowing it and wow that's a whole thing and you've got this thing that stood out to me and i hope danielle can find the exact quote because this really is an episode about family and i thought it was so interesting when rory comes into the house and lorelei is getting ready maybe for Friday night dinner and Rory ends up there. She comes there and they're going to drive to Friday night dinner. And there's a joke about Rory being born. There's like a joke. Oh, two minutes. That's all it took. You know, there, and I thought, whoa, the joke sort of jarred me because it was like, they make such light of this situation that Rory was born when the mom was 16. Danielle might be able to find the exact line. But then I thought, wow, they're not making it shameful. Mm-hmm. They're making it so okay by making it something that's just talked about so all all the time. And I thought that really impacted me mm-hmm. because at first I was like, oh, they make a joke about how she was a, you know, her mom was a teenager and blah, blah. And then I'm like, oh, wait, maybe that's why they are actually so cool and adjusted or whatever the word is yeah i mean they're best friends they're 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 they're, they'll never find and this is may i don't i I don't want to say it's a downside but people in this situation find it at times hard to find significant others friends lovers husbands whatever wives Mm -hmm. uh, that are going to be as close to them as their one parent was Mm. raising them right so, That's so true. So it's a or survival people, mechanism, God. but then it sort of like in the adult life, it becomes a challenge. What a what an accurate statement. Mm. Or when people marry their their not so great dad. <clears throat> when people, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh right, people, right. people marry somebody that's right. just because they're so familiar. They don't know why, and then right. they realize, oh, I married my dad who yep. isn't who isn't maybe so great. Or or their mom, but I mean, I'm just the nature sure. the nature of uh, love, right? Yeah, you yeah you can be attracted to asking all the wrong people things. to take us back to our childhoods to right the wrongs. And yeah. it's like, uh oh, yeah. I chose wrong. Wow, that's mm-hmm. so well said. So, what do you think? 
Like just really. By the way, Paris had said, who's your daddy? Was that the joke that you were talking about? No, it's when Rory comes in. So they're going to Friday night dinner. So it's later in the episode. Mm -hmm. Rory, it's right after Rory says like, getting away from you is just a blessing kind of a thing. Like, I don't have to be around you. And then she goes into the house and it's really quick. Lorelai's on the stairs. So it's right after the scene where Paris and Rory kind of have their conversation. Yeah. And, and then she heads to the house. Well, anyway, so Amy, take us from the beginning. Yeah, we'll uh, get to it. Okay. Danielle, you can do your synopsis. And, yeah, you want to do that. And we'll go through this because this was such a quality episode. For it sure. was so funny. It was yeah, so quick. It was, it was yes. so impactful. It With was the so beginning being the funniest thing I've ever yeah. seen, but I'll let Danielle <laughs> do her thing first. Go ahead, Danielle. Okay, this is season four, episode 12, A Family Matter, aired February 3rd, 2004. What an episode for Luke. His mm. sister Liz visits, and they argue about Jess, and he accidentally tells her about Jess's car. Then mm. Jess comes back into town to pick it up. The secret romance continues for Jason and Lorelai because Emily continues to despise Jason. Rory <laughs> finally confronts Paris about her affair with Professor Fleming, which leads to Paris dumping Jamie over the phone. Mm. Shout out to Astor Pro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where Astapro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray, and it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. So wait, did you guys notice Milo's name in the yes. credits? Yeah. So what yeah. did you think? When I saw Milo's name, I was like, oh, Jess is somewhere here. Like yeah. somewhere yeah. in this episode. <clears throat> so Scott, my question. Mm-hmm. I actually wish that Milo's name wasn't in the credits mm-hmm. because it would have been so amazing for the audience to not know he was coming. Yeah, but you have to. You got to yeah, get you, yeah. All the actors have to be credited. Yeah. And when was the air date of this, Danielle? It was February 3rd, 2004. So you know what that is. What? Back then, sweeps were such a big deal. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. obviously knew exactly what they were doing and that they bring Milo back. Oh, yeah. For the February episodes. All, all, of, these, all of these threads just coming back. Wait, what do you mean by sweeps? Sweeps so week. Su- sweeps Ra- ratings week. or month. It yeah, c- yeah oh. it can be a, the whole month of February. So basically what happens is, and it doesn't happen as much anymore, and I don't want to be a know-it-all, but I'll just tell you. The advertisers pay attention to the ratings in February, November, and May the most. So shows, and this was especially true back then, would put like, it would be like a very special ER, you know, like Mm. they put all the special, all the, so much money into those episodes and all the big stars because the ratings would go up, which would then bring in money for more advertisers and more Mm. money. Yeah. So you think that they brought Milo back for this episode because it would be a higher rating. Correct. They brought him back. They knew they were doing it, but they intentionally make sure that those air in February. Right. The storyline. They wanted the storyline. And they, right. they, 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 they wanted, you know, they wanted to give Rory some more red meat. You know? Right. If you're going to pay a lot of money and do like a big stunt. Like, did you notice the town looked more beautiful in mm-hmm. this episode? Mm-hmm. More lit, more gorgeous because they have a bigger budget on these episodes. Yeah. So it's like yep. the town really stood out to me. The lights, the, there was even lights on the trees at the Gilmore's. And then you go into Stars Hollow and you're like, the entire town is lit up mm-hmm. and yeah. we're past Christmas. So it was because it's, they have more money. Mm-hmm. And the color, uh, clothing, I guess, would matter too, right? Like brighter clothes, like the pinks. Just everything pinks. has got, they've just got a bigger budget for these episodes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, if you're ever going to do like a big stunt, like, a, you know, like on, I don't know, a show like uh, ER, if there's going to be a big stunt where there's tons of money and like, you know, George Clooney's in the river saving the guy's life, it right. always would happen mm-hmm. in like May, February mm-hmm. or November. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. It's changed now because shows are like 10 episodes long. But anyway, Scott, sorry, yeah. I digress. No. So we're in the diner. It's packed. The Kirk Lorelai, <laughs> that 
that was so hilarious. Did you die? You guys, I was laughing yes. so hard. It, it was a great opening. And that's, you know what? That's how the show should open, right? I'm not yeah. saying it should open, but why can't it open every episode in Luke's day? Oh, that's how the God, pilot opened. she's like. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke is like, I have a girlfriend, guys. Yeah. I have a girlfriend. That's yeah. Kirk. You said Luke, yeah. Kirk. I'm sorry. Kirk. Luke yeah. was so hysterical. The three of the three of you together mm-hmm. doing this shtick. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I don't even know who was funnier, whether it was Luke, Kirk, or Lorelai. It's uh It was just the whole bit. The three of <laughs> May I? May you what? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, that was flirting. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It that was whole just, scene just was, saw, set me off on the right path. Yeah, it was great. It was so great. okay, so anyway, then do we go to uh the dorm room? Is that where we realize? Mm-hmm. Oh no! I think they do. They get on the phone. Yes, they get they on, get the, on phone. the phone, and then you see Le- uh, Lane still at the dorm room. And is that where we first see Liz? Mm-hmm. And well, Lorelai's like, she wakes up someone- with, with the coffee shocks, with the with the blurting out of things. Right, right, and we yeah. we see that that Luke's talking to somebody, and like, who is that? Yeah, I was like, who is this? Oh yeah, Danielle, what did you think? I was like, who is this person? But then obviously you knew it was somebody when Luke sent her upstairs. So I was like trying to put the puzzle pieces together. I'm like, who is somebody that Luke somehow knows because he's not just sending a random upstairs to his place. Like, who is this person? But I I also knew it wasn't romantic because mm-hmm. like the way he interacted with her. So I, I, I didn't put it together until obviously we found out who she was and it was yeah it was, so were you just like, it was obviously was like, somebody that threw him off his game yeah because he he got upset and off camera and crashed some coffee pots and yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah so so did you just you did not know who it could be did your no. mind wander it did but everything was moving so fast during that time yeah. that like i didn't have time to digest it until you know because then you got the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and and i didn't digest it until it was just Luke and her by themselves. And I'm like, oh, duh. Yeah. Like this makes yeah. the Milo credit in the beginning all make sense. You know, like yeah. it started to, mm-hmm. the puzzle pieces started to mm-hmm. form together. Mm-hmm. Isn't it great it how, how Lorelai and Rory go through the dialogue? Who's that? Oh, she can't be a, yes. she can't be a prostitute. And she doesn't, <laughs> her, like, she doesn't have but, a big, she doesn't have a bag big enough to put all the toys in. You know, oh my God. You know no, the fact that they was, go there on this she show. She called her a rock and roll hippie chick. Right. I think she's like, it's a, it's some rock and roll hippie chick. Right. Right. But they go there on that show. It's, it's, they get away with it because it's yeah. so, it's still PG, right? It's still, yeah. it is it's nothing. And simultaneously, we're seeing Jason tailgating Luke, which I was just like, cringy, cringe, cringe. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And then that sort of is set up. So we we really get from the beginning like a great launching pad. I tell you, that Jason, he's the most likable jerk <laughs> I've ever seen. That's a great way of putting it. He's he just you just like him, but he's a jerk. You know he's a jerk. He's a jerk underneath it all, but you just can't stop watching him. So I liked him jerk. after I liked him after the the apartment scene when I was like, this guy is just weird. You know, but I mean, letting the, totally. like he brings he brings bed. so much drama that the two of them were. I, I was exhausted. 
yeah. watching these too. It's like, can you just like, like they didn't do anything all morning except like argue a little bit, you know, the clash. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what I, I, you know what, maybe why we like him because he's such a good dude at the same time. He's like, we need to tell them. And I really like, like that he so wants to be straightforward and honest about this relationship. And it makes me realize how much he likes her. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's what wins me back on him. Cause I'm like a total digger fan. Yeah, but the car and the honking and like right. I'm, and I'm in my Mercedes two door, get out of my way. I mean, it's like yeah. right. jerk, you know. <laughs> really, right. come on. But there he is. You just like him. So like him. I think I don't want to be redundant, but Scott, I think you kind of acknowledge this. I my notes say this episode is already a ten. Mm-hmm. So like we're barely in it. We've kind of just seen the credits and it's already a 10. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I agree with you. I was looking, I was watching this episode, not looking to deduct points from 10, but just right. with bated right. breath. <laughs> can this it's sustain? So well can it sustain? And it does. It just goes beyond. I think we know how many, well, we will, we'll, 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 we'll right. get there. And it, this was directed by Kenny Ortega. Ugh. Did you guys notice that? Yes. So again, yes, with the movement and the, I mean, we got to yeah. reach out to Kenny again. Danielle, yes. will you ask? Let's start it because we've been going back and forth For trying sure. to get Kenny on, and it's right. like we gotta, he's we gotta a, get he's him. He's a busy guy. We had him. He and wants he, to do it. I know. So it's we like we gotta him. get him. We gotta get him. His episodes are always amazing. Oh God. What a talent. And I think somebody, someone in your crack staff needs to go back and tell me if the Kenny Ortega episodes are always in sweeps, because I think they are. Ooh. Because there's mm. more money. Because he's expensive. Right. <laughs> so, anyway. so now we're he's also Kenny learning. Ortega. We now go to the dorm and we're seeing Paris and Lane and they're talking. Jamie's involved. Which was hilarious. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> A ton of references. And her, it was so small, but it was so hilarious. I kind of like Lane at the dorm. I don't know why. Me too. Me too. I want her to be a Yale girl. I, I could totally be down with her living there. Yeah. What do we think of Paris and how she's treating Jamie? <laughs> Paris. You know, my... Yeah, my poor Paris, poor Jamie. No, no, I'm saying Paris. I'm, no, I didn't say poor Paris. I'm like, oh, Paris, like that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's so vile in this episode. So vile. You know, it, it, my one uh, overarching note on Paris was, especially as it concerns Rory, you when you're dealing with a sociopath and they're sort of doing their <laughs> their doo doo on you, you don't notice it, and now she finally sees it because she's doing it yeah. to someone else that she cares about. And isn't yeah. that just like life? Like now she finally sees it because it's hard to see these people sometimes because she's so trusting and she's such a good person, right? Yeah. So now she sees it. That's you know? a really good point. Like yeah. this is the episode where she sees that. She sees it. She finally sees yeah, it. Yeah, because her, her shit sucks. Like why does she treat people like that? Yeah. Yeah, now it's just like it's – all of my prayers have been answered. <laughs> Paris's <laughs> antics are usually like amusing for me. Mm-hmm. This one, I was like, it hurt me. Yeah, yeah I agree. 
Especially yeah. when she like turned it back on Rory when she called. Um, yes. Amy. Oh my God, that was so right. Was awful. Like, really? Yeah. And then smeared and used uh, Lane that way, chasing the yes. dragon. Just smeared her reputation. Like she did. She was just sort of a prop to use to get her out of a situation. And the, she didn't the, see people as people. They have no emotions. Sociopaths have no emotions. The way she's treating Jamie when he's no been empathy. so good to her. Mm-hmm. And also, he is came into town for this on. Oh. His- Birthday. On his birthday. Like when he said it was his birthday, I literally was like, this poor. Wasn't that a great reveal? Guy. Wasn't like they revealed yeah. the last, his last yeah. line, and it's my birthday. And then, Ugh. and then, and then Alexis gets to have that reaction at the end of that. Yes. Scene. Yeah. Right. Alexis, Brilliant. Rory yeah. is the one that's sweet and kind and a, a, a nice person. An empath. Paris is crap to me, usually is just about Paris. You know, like it does impact others, but it's usually about her insecurity or her wanting to be the best or all these things where I wouldn't, I never until now would call her mean, even though she did mean things. In this episode, I was like, she's mean. She's intentionally mean. You know what I mean? She knows exactly what she's doing versus before I feel like she was mean, but... Her intent wasn't to be me. You know right, what right, I mean? Right, 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 like, right. But she's in this thing with Asher, right? Who, uh-huh. who, who was referred to as uh, what do they call? That, that was a funny line. <laughs> no. like, they referred, Rory so referred to him as the Ming Dynasty. <laughs> yeah, oh, <God>. <laughs> made a Ming Dynasty. <laughs> but it's like, but, I get it if she's got this crush, the May <laughs> December, but but it's so sad you that Paris right. thinks that this could work out. And you know pretend, what I'm saying? It's like she's so she out of does. it. She's, she's so out of it. She's so like out of it. And so insecure. And then she she over she's overcompensating so much because she thinks she's found this special oh. thing. And and maybe she has. There's a very small chance that it could work out. And it could be wonderful for both of them. And this is who Paris really wants to be. And this is who she's oh. becoming. And she's been waiting for a 60-year-old guy. But even if so, even if. That's her soulmate, right? Pretend Asher's her soulmate. Do it right. Get, treat Jamie with kindness. Break up with him properly. Yeah. Like there's, it's like, even if, oh, just, she really made me mad. She hasn't the capacity. She doesn't have. I think she just doesn't want, she wants to act like it's not her fault. That's why. Like at the end of the day it is because she is making out with If you think about it, like Rory did this with Jess and Dean, right? Like, they have a very similar thing, but they handled it differently. Totally. And so did Jess. That's my thing. Is Remember when Jess was dating the girl that worked at the cosmetic store? Yeah. He did not, like, really hook up with Rory Mm -hmm. until he said, I got to go do something. Right. Yeah. You're right. So Jess, who everybody says is like the town hoodlum, Mm -hmm. literally does it. Like a man mm-hmm. above board, right. co- like, and Paris is just a. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Jackie, crappy. Jackie has a fast fact for us. Uh, Ten oh, of the twelve us. episodes Kenny Ortega directed were during February and November sweeps. Oh, pardon me for being right. Pardon. Excuse <laughs> Amy. Sorry. Yeah. No at all. No at all. To learn today. It's such a no at all. Yeah, we're educating Tara on this television suit. So anyway, I'm kind of glad we're like hashing out this Paris thing just sort of like in one line because like 
but we've all, really... But, but listen, we've all dealt with people like this before, right? We have. I know, but I had we a hope the, that the, Paris the, actually wasn't this. We yeah. also have had all that, like, we've all had that love or whatever that makes us do dumb things. You know what I mean? But this is just a different level. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. unforgivable, to be completely honest. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. So, okay, so we're, we're going out of order a little bit, but we're going linearly, linearly, I don't know if that's a word, through the Paris storyline in this episode. I was very proud of Rory. It almost was a way to get Rory to really stand up and confront her on how messy this is. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, Rory really calls her out. And I, I thought that was like, it, it actually made me like Rory as I hated Paris. I'm also curious how this is going to, change the relationship even further you know like because if i was rory i would be like i don't want to be friends with this person (laughs) that's just going to like literally ruin the people around her like i don't want to be involved in that tornado well she's uh, apparently and the only way to rehabilitate this paris character at this point is for her to have 
one or several come to Jesus moments mm-hmm. in the future, yeah. which I'm sure are coming. I don't know what they are, but there'll <laughs> be something. Yeah. There'll be some, mm-hmm. you know, consciousness of guilt uh, down the road, which is. Did you guys necessary. catch when Paris called Rory Mary? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did notice that. It was like a callback to Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. 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 yeah I noticed. I, oh, I was God, like, you're right. Wow. That was, wow. Mary, Paris you're such was, a prude. Like, I want to use so many swear words. That's my problem. The only way to convey how I feel about Paris. Yeah. And I like Paris. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a Paris fan. But in yeah. this episode, I literally want to call her so many swear words. F, A, B, D. They're all but she coming. she found her daddy. She has a dysfunctional. Her daddy's been busy. She found her daddy. So it's. So it's so sick. It's so why sick. Why is it so weird for like when you say that to me? <laughs> like it's just I don't know why it sounds so weird. <laughs> also, right, because it's also who's the daddy. But Scott, yeah. at the beginning of this episode, we started talking about family. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's mm-hmm. called Family Matters. And we're talking about, you know, thinking somebody's perfect or the perfect family or or marrying your father. Well, she did personified she, with uh, Paris. She's literally that's that's a better version Ugh. of her dad who pay attention yeah. to her who has the accent, right? Oh. And it's Michael York. So. <sighs> right. She just needs therapy. So, tons of it. Her life coach sucks. I know. I was going to say, what happened to the life coach? Like, is she not talking to the, that person? She does <laughs> that, not. That guy sucks. Oh, he, she's worse than ever. <laughs> it's interesting, though, because with Paris, like, you know, we we've liked her up until I mean, we've we've pretty much liked her up until this episode. Well, Scott now, used like, to hate her, but he came <laughs> but she's, around. She's one of those characters where, like, you come around to her, no matter who you are, you come around to her in some episode. And this is an episode where we all are like, can't stand her, but I just know it's gonna it's gonna come back around. You know, it's so interesting because mm. a lot of times you just want to like get rid of the character, but for her, you're like, mm, but she kind of makes sense in Rory's Ooh, life, so we'll point, keep her around. Tara. Yeah. Good point. We don't want to get rid of her, right? We want to. No. We want her to get better. Like someone, yeah, like someone, like like one of Lorelai's like exes. You're like, we're good. We'll we'll move on, right? Right. But oh, that's Paris such, is one that's of those people point. who you're like, she's bothering the crap out of me right now, but it's okay because give it like two more episodes and we'll like her again. Because right. that's God. Mm-hmm. That's such a good point. Because I'm not like going like, oh, where's you know so-and-so some like replace her with lane completely or something you know or like like you think about lorelei's boyfriends it's like as much as i like them all the ones we've had billy burke and you know you're not asking for them to come back i don't need them back right listen we we forgive we forgive paris all of her sins because she just brings the comedy (laughs) right yeah (laughs) and you know i mean you hate to love her you you love to hate her right 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 she's yeah she's she's bringing the laughs and you gotta hang on to a character like that so maybe we play through like we just did with paris with the jason lorelei storyline let's just play it through we first of all, I don't know why he was driving like a maniac like that was just like weird because he was doing 20 and luke was doing 12 (laughs) But, but the speed limit was eight or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tiny so, little town, yeah. Yeah. First of all, it's cute he took the morning off. It's cute they're buying furniture. It's rude that he's on the phone all the time, but I get it. He has to work. Like, what do we think of sort of him and their whole thing? <laughs> I, 
It's chaos. Like she likes it. She likes chaos. She likes a guy who's driven. She likes a guy who's smart and can banter and hang with her. He's really hanging with her, man. He's throwing it back. He's hitting the ball across the net faster than he's getting it. And she loves that. You know, she really loves it. Yeah. I think she likes putting him on his toes too, because Mm -hmm. even when they show up to the diner and he's like, I cannot have coffee there. Like, can we go somewhere else? And she's like, all right, you know, the, Another place has really good coffee, and she just moves the car like two steps <laughs> forward. <laughs> and she's like, "We're here." Yeah, and but dukes, did, 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 didn't dukes, you didn't you really dukes. want that scene though? I was disappointed they didn't go in because oh, that's, yeah, that's a good scene. That's a great call yeah. out. Yeah. It's yeah, like, come on, true. where is it? That, Where's the scene? I wonder if they thought about that. Like, obviously, this episode's so amazing, but I wonder if like they were like, "Ooh, that would be a good scene." That would be. Yeah. Yeah. But. Oh. but yeah, you know, maybe we'll we'll have something better. His apartment has sure grown on me, though. You know the scene where he's <laughs> on the, the phone. Kitchen? No, can't have that. <laughs> yeah. kitchen right there. Sorry, I'm I'm back. I'm a yes. Yeah, that's on like his a apartment. back alley basement apartment. <laughs> I, you I walk in there, the, you're I in the kitchen. The kitchen. No, no I the can't guest do bedroom. I can I'm deal back with. on that apartment again because I was like, I had a whole thing in my mind, like, oh my god, he's on the phone. First of all, I like his pea coat. He had like a really cute pea coat, and then he had a really cute white sweater. Like they're dressing him. There's a lot I like about him. He, they dress him cute. His apartment. I want to spend more time there. I have a pea I, coat. I love it. Uh, right. <laughs> I love it. It's so warm. Exactly. And it's oh. very cute. Like, I lost a pea coat once. I left it in a hotel closet. Oh, the worst. No. Mm. I lost a leather jacket in Mexico. Damn. Oh, it's the worst feeling, right? It, it's You're terrible. like so. It's terrible. I it's like you'll never best. find another. Like, I left the best pair of shoes in Italy, and I was so mad at myself. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, the worst. That leather jacket. So, what did you make of Emily and that scene? Oh. Which wait, which one? The phone talk, call. The one where she, no, the one where she's really talking about. Oh, Jason, I hate him for all these reasons. And oh, my God, you'll imagine you two together. Friday night dinner. So we're jumping ahead to Friday night dinner. Well, we're just playing through the Jason So this was probably the best scene in the entire. (laughs) It was the funniest scene in the entire. I mean, I I can't remember enjoying a scene more. Yeah. You know, because it's it's very difficult to make Lorelai that uncomfortable and that (laughs) silent. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's very difficult to do that. I mean, the, and Emily was just having such a good time with that scene. Oh it's ridiculous. <laughs> I was just, I was just, I just offhanded comment. Was <laughs> the best? Okay, it doesn't so get I have better. A question: This that. is really for Scott and Danielle the most because how do you think Emily and Richard will feel when they find out that Lorelai and Jason are together? I think that Emily, Emily will use it as a, as a weapon against yet another weapon against Lorelai. Uh, she'll she'll interpret it in a very negative way. Let's just say that. Uh, I think Richard will not interpret it in a negative way. Mm, yeah, I, so I agree I, with you. I I think that they'll that, that creates conflict between Richard and Emily. And Jason and Lorelai and Jason and Emily and Richard and Jay. You know, there's all kinds of little subcurrents going on in that um, equation. So it'll be interesting to see for sure. I agree. I think I said this before, but Richard, I feel, is going to would be so happy 
that his partner is in his family. You know what I mean? That like, cause eventually when Richard actually retires for good, for reals, um, you know, like knowing that his business and his legacy is still being carried on in his family in some way would make him so happy. Mm-hmm. So I feel, and, and also I do think like he gets excited, like the new type of person, like he feels like re-energized with, with Digger on his team, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. doing all the different mm-hmm. things. Like he, he loves like the diff, you know, he loves how he is now, you know, what is the word I'm trying to find guys, but. Well, he gets to be the boss. Yeah, and he also he's the put, senior. Like, he's the senior statesman in that relationship, and Jason gets to do all the work. And Digger gets the en- like he gives him energy, though right. I feel yeah, reinvigorated. Right. You know? right. Yeah, and so I feel like with from a Richard perspective, he's going to be like, oh, okay, interesting. I think Richard feels like it's a, it's a, a after being burned by the company, this really is a coup for him and gives his new business cred Mm -hmm. and he's once again on top right yeah so it makes him feel worthwhile he's he's somewhat in control again yeah and he's like a important he's holding the pieces of his life together through a through a guy who's dating his daughter yeah exactly (laughs) do you think that lorelei should have just sucked it up and and told emily there's no way she could she she, how could she say anything (laughs) oh i thought she should have like she she gave her the opportunities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before she started hysterically laughing, there was at least like two points prior to that where she could have been like, okay, mom, I have to tell you something. I'm into this guy. You right, know, like right, she right. could have done it. But she, but she was but, laughing. Totally. Like, I like, am dating him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but can you imagine Emily taking the laugh to even greater heights after oh. Lorelai revealed it to make her right, Lorelai right. feel even smaller? Yeah, Lorelai's so, ego would right. let her do so it. So we don't know. So maybe the writers thought that's going to make Emily appear too cruel and Lorelai mm. too small. So we're, let's not go there because I kind of wanted to see that too. <sighs> two, two little notes before we get into the real meat here. One, what did you think when Rory told Lorelai, I mean, sorry, Lorelai told Rory, you know, I really like him. He's off center. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of perfect for me. Mm-hmm. So that was sort of significant. Right. Yeah. Question for you guys. Are you concerned that there's food in the house? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely supposed to. Rory noticed it. And then it comes up again. Well, it makes She's, it makes sense oh. because the, the, the new inn isn't up and running. There's no income coming That's in. Right. right. So they're just budgeting. We've got money problems. Yeah, See, got- I think I think they're they're significant. She's going to oh, be okay. Come on, she's got Luke. She's got now. She's got Jason. You know, there's, 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 she's going to be okay. I, I didn't, I, I didn't see that. I didn't as really a, think much of it, Amy. It's not a five alarm fire, but it, it, it is true to character that the income isn't coming in since mm-hmm. the fire. But I, I don't see it as a, a significant. Uh, it stood out to me a lot and on the rewatch. So this is this is probably the third, just the third time I've seen this episode, mm-hmm. and it really, I was like, uh oh. Oh, I didn't take it as like a money thing. I took it as like a, oh, she's trying to be more domestic. Like, no, she, like she for, doesn't have an. She's 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 running out of money. Uh, yeah, that's see, yeah, you know, she's she's going to the grocery store. Yeah, she's and not she's ordering like, because it's anymore. so much cheaper. Yeah, yeah. 
and the mm-hmm. cable's off because she doesn't have any. She's she she canceled oh. the channels because she doesn't want to pay that extra. But 40 I don't. Bucks yeah, I don't. I don't worry. That doesn't bring any sort of fear. I mean, it's it's she's Lorelai. She'll figure it out. She's going to figure it out, and she's got that community to support her. She's she's going to be fine. Okay, so before we get to the the most most, let's talk briefly about <laughs> Lane and Mrs. Kim and. Lorelai when she went into Mrs. Kim's and she yeah. says, she sort of says she's she's fine she's at Yelp with Rory. Yeah. What did you, what do you guys so say? she's yeah. so she's just moved out of the house. She's checked out because Mrs. Kim said get out. Mm-hmm. I, I feel oh, I she's felt bad at, in that moment though because I think that Mrs. Kim is trying to stay with her morals what she believes in but deep down she's like my daughter's not here and I'm worried about her. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, it's not like she doesn't care because especially the way she like, when Lorelai said it and she looked up and kind of smiled, you can tell like there was an ease that like, okay, she's good. She's with Rory. Mm. She's at Yale. She's safe. And then she went back to helping her, her customer. That's interesting. I interpreted that differently. What did you think? Pain, just pure pain mm-hmm. and pushing mm-hmm. the pain down mm-hmm. and going mm-hmm. back to her customer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's right between us. I think it could be interpreted either way. Because for me, yeah. I just th- I think that like she had zero communication with Lane, so just knowing that she's mm. okay totally, was kind of like totally could be right. I don't yeah. know. Because for me, yeah. it was painful. I was like, yeah. oh god, this is excruciating. I mean, I felt bad no matter what, but I just yeah, I think maybe the and then Lorelai just walked out like that was it. There wasn't anything else. In the conversation. I do, I do find it interesting that. Lorelai is always the one to bring up Lane first versus like Mrs. Kim being mm-hmm. like, have you heard? From yeah, me? but that tracks for me. Mrs. I, Kim d- is it not definitely tracks. It. 100%, yeah. Pride, but, pain, shut down. But it's like Lorelai knows confusion that, that Mrs. Kim won't do that. So she's going to put her out of her misery almost right. and right. be like, hey, <laughs> FYI, mm-hmm. this yeah. is where Lane is. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With Ikea, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. So... It's almost time to really get into it. But before we do, I I just want to give Kirk. Yeah. 10 out of 10, dude. Yeah. (laughs) He was a bringing it because he brought in that first scene and all the flirting. And then I think that continued a bit. And then the lull. What's a lull? Like, (laughs) so anyway, that was good. All right, Scott. So we meet Liz. Mm -hmm. And we have that really amazing, like really great scene in the apartment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. You no. really kind of get some insight. Like she she says, oh, something about your dad. I think she even called him daddy or mm-hmm. she hides her pot and you're always the brother like getting rid of it and drinking your orange juice and the whole thing. So what did you think? I mean, you know, what can I say? Um, you know, he's just at the end of his rope with his sister and they obviously are estranged and they haven't seen each other mm-hmm. or talked in three years. And, you know, he's very judgy, very judgmental of her life. Um, mm-hmm. you know, with all the different boyfriends and, uh, look, man, uh, I live that mm-hmm. I lived it and it's, it destroys a family. It rips mm-hmm. a family apart. Um, and I would say that's a very, uh, you know, uh, the Liz, the Liz in this show is a, is a light version. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's yeah, a very, yeah. that's a very, very light version of yeah. how it can go in mm-hmm. real life. But, um, um, I was glad to see Luke fleshed out a little more, mm-hmm. a little more dimension. Mm-hmm. He's got a yeah. family. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I I I I I, kinda, I should probably recuse myself no. a little bit. I mean, I can talk well, about, about it, but tell me I don't know it. if it's a better show with more Luke or less. It's oh, like I almost feel more. like I almost feel like why isn't there more Luke? You yeah, know, I as agree. a fan of the show and as somebody who's completely you know detached. I agree. From I agree with you. The experience, right? Um, he brings a lot. Mm-hmm. to this show it's why mm-hmm. even though we you know we always talk about the credits right for me it's Lorelai Rory Luke regardless yeah. of what the credits will will be are were that is the show to me Lorelai Rory Luke but is it as impactful if we're having you know uh, multiple storylines happening with Luke and Luke mm-hmm. sort of being his sort of dramatic funny self um every single episode does it become too much i mean i don't know I, I think I, it's so. hard to say 
you know, you know, that's that's what I was thinking. I said, is this good as a as a as a snack? <laughs> as a you know, once let's go out for dinner. No, every no, once you in a while, need much or, more than a snack. Much think, more than a snack. I think it's Luke the is meat, just, potatoes, and the vegetables. Yeah, because Luke is so hard to read. Like you can't tell. Like he's kind of like. You know, sometimes he's grumpy. Sometimes he's like, you know, he loves Lorelai and Rory, but he acts like he kind of hides it. So I think it gives mm-hmm. him like dimension. Like it's mm-hmm. just kind of giving the more storylines with him, the more we're learning about his past, why he is the way he is yeah. and so on. Mm-hmm. He, what I'll say is I really like Liz. I do. And I believed Liz. Like when Liz comes in and she's sitting there with you and she's, I'm, I'm changed. I've got this good boyfriend. I'm selling my jewelry at the Renaissance Fair, blah, blah, blah. Here's why I'm disappointed in Liz. Very, very obnoxious move to tell Jess that you had the car and where it was. But that's not, tip- but not that's typical. Cool. That is typical. That is typical. It was like she really won me over. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, you know what, Liz? F you. Because this guy took in your kid when you yeah. couldn't, did all these things to the point of taking the car because it was what was best for him that a parent would do. And she screws you. So what do you think? What? Okay. So what do you think Liz has been engaged in her, most of her adult life that they're not really bringing to the fore here uh, in in the show? Cause they probably can't. What do you think this behavior is a result? Oh, why is like Liz messy? Right. Well, I think she's got like, she's an addict. Okay. There you go. Okay. There you go. That answers the question. So, and they can't really deal with that in this show uh, in a real way, right? It's not that kind right. of show. Um, but, right. But that's, is right. that what everybody else got? Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because yeah, she yeah. has yeah. that frantic, like, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. like personality too, you know? Well, and. And you it, can, you can never trust an addict. That's right. They're always right. going and to lie. They're always going to steal. They're always going to tell you one thing and yep. do something else. And it's just. And, and he was didn't. at that point where it's like, it's enough. She's either, yes. It's going to be more lies. It's going to be more disappointment. It's going to be more pain. And she's here and he knows what kind of guy he is. And he's going to put himself out again in some way. Yeah. He's going to get disappointed again. He's got renewed. It's getting too real. It's okay. You're it's it's yeah, because it is real. And it's why I was so disappointed that she called Jess to tell him where the car is because it's exactly what you'd expect that person to do. Yeah, they mm. and, yeah. They have that moment to like oh, this will win my kid back when it's like you're not being the mom and Luke was being the parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, Luke is uh you know, he's heading for a moment where he's going to have to make a decision mm-hmm. whether he's going to continue to have her uh, in his life at all, in any capacity. And it's like, you know, she's the character where you do come to the decision in the future, you know, and it's a hard lesson to learn and it's a horrible hard lesson for everybody listening out there. If you, if you're experiencing this in your family mm-hmm. and you're frustrated, um, don't hate yourself for cutting people out. Mm-hmm. Don't do it to yourself. Don't mm-hmm. hate yourself 
because you survived and because mm-hmm. you got away from it. Because all of the effort that you can expend and place yourself in danger and the money and the time and the care and uh, to get away from it can be the answer and it can mm-hmm. save your life. Mm. Because some people just don't want to be helped. They don't want to be saved. They want somebody to attempt to do it because for them, that's a version of love, right? Mm -hmm. And they want to feel it, but they're never going to change. Mm -hmm. And to those people in the audience who've successfully gotten their siblings or friends uh, through it and survived it and they've transformed that person, good for you. Yeah. You know, good for you. Um, I was I. I don't know how you did it, um, but good for you. The lucky uh-huh. ones, you know, the lucky ones. I think the rare. I think that's more rare. Do you do you think so? I do. I think it's really hard. I don't know. I think. Uh, I think we'll see what happens with Liz mm-hmm. if we're taking it to the Gilmore Girls. It's like. <sighs> Liz's move was telling. Like, here's your brother. You're, you're, you're wanting to, like, bond with him. And then you call your kid who you have no relationship with and who you basically abandon, and you kiss up to him by telling him where the car is and create you wreak havoc with that decision. Uh-huh. So I guess then what do you think of Jess and Luke's interaction? I think Luke is just getting to the point where he's done. It's like he's, no. He's got Nicole now, okay? Mm-hmm. He's trying, man. You know, he's he, he's the feeling pangs of guilt, about this and now all these feelings are coming up because you know she shows up and then Jess shows up again it's like man i don't need this you know mm-hmm. these people are too old to deal with on this level and what what is Jess Jess is 19 now he's 19 yeah, yeah. okay i would have a little more compassion for for him but the mm-hmm. tough love thing he needs cuz <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. cuz his behavior I mean, he learned that behavior from his mother. Mm-hmm. So Luke is screwed whoever he turns to because he's going to do the same thing that Liz has always done to him because he just learned it watching his mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't get away from it. You cannot get away from it. And that's the sad reality of it. Mm-hmm. And so I think Luke is, is waking up to the fact that he cannot have a life and he will never be happy or whatever his his version of happy is, or content, or peaceful, mm-hmm. if these two people are anywhere near his life. Mm. And the guilt that he has to struggle with to get to that point, because he's done everything and, he can. And he does still go into father mode, because one of his yeah. top concerns is Rory. Yeah. Don't go near Don't her. Don't go near her. Right. Yeah. right. That makes me like want to cry. Right. Stay away from her. Yes. Mm-hmm. She made it out. She mm. she did it. She yeah, made she it got out. Over it. She got over right. Yeah. So then I have a question for everyone because hmm. I like totally hear everything you're saying, 
But then there's also that scene at the at the end where Luke is like, you know where right. the key is. You can yep. stay in my apartment. Yeah. So what what's that about? That's then? being that guy. He's that's who he is. I just think that's that, right. like he just can't has turn his back. Heart. At the end of the day, he still has a heart right. for him. Mm-hmm. Like do the same his, for Liz, guys. Mm-hmm. He's not going to turn his back on these people. He cannot no. do it, even it's, though he knows for his own well being, he should. He cannot do it. You know why he's still involved? Because the big betrayal hasn't come yet. There is, there are levels of betrayal. Okay. It hasn't happened to Luke yet regarding Jess. Mm-hmm. Not even close. That's right. There's a lot yeah, more runway there for that yeah. relationship to happen, to take off. But if the big betrayal comes, mm-hmm. I mean, that you just, yeah, I got to turn my back on you kind of thing. Yeah. That hasn't happened yet. Not even close. That's right. Yeah. So. What do you think of, uh, Two things, I guess, Rory and Lorelai seeing Jess and that sort of situation, and then Lorelai and Luke, which to me was the most beautiful scene. I loved that scene of Lorelai and Luke in the diner talking about Jess being back. Uh, you guys comment. I need to take a knee. Yeah, no, no, take take a knee. I mean... I I just thought it was all really well done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lorelai and Luke have such a connection. It, and I, I just thought that scene really um Do you get this do you get the sense that when Jason and, and Lorelai are together, that they're great together, but it's not mm-hmm. what she needs. Do you get the mm-hmm. sense that, yeah. that that's right. when Luke that's and right. Lorelai are together, that's what she needs? Yeah. It's just deeper. It's mm-hmm. so much deeper. It's, it's deeper on every level. Right. Oh, that's uh, that's a very good point, mm-hmm. Scott. Because that's the sense I got. Because I mean, it's it's such a, such a contrast. And it's right there for you. They're queuing it up for you right there in that episode. Totally. I think the interesting part about Rory seeing Jess, though, is... I think she moved on, but us as an audience, we moved on from her thinking about Jess. Mm, Tara, so fa- wow. I was just like, oh my God, like he's back. And like you, you, it's like the way her memories are coming back of him, it's ours is too. And I'm like, but she's doing great. She's going to Yale. Like she's moved out. Like, you know, you just think of her life now and you're like, all those memories are now flooding back. Do you think she's over him? And do you think. You're over him. Do you know what I mean? I don't think any of us will ever, like us as an audience and Rory will ever get over him. It's one of those people in her life where she's like always going to go back to. doesn't matter if they're in the right place, right time, whatever it is. Like he's going to, she's going to love him forever. Mm -hmm. I love that you bring that Mm -hmm. up. I'm kind of over him. Personally. (laughs) (laughs) So I I think, (laughs) sorry. Here's that's sorry. so funny. Yeah. But I'm also Here's why I know. Sorry, not sorry. I'm not over him because uh, I stumbled on after this episode, and I don't know if my phone somehow just knows what I'm thinking. A TikTok from the a year in the life. Yes, yeah. Of the window is that what you're? Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. So my headphones off. No, we won't tell anymore. No, that's all. No, Anyone just, listening just knows. You know, you know. I'm not over him. She's not over him. He's not over her. 
maybe she's the most over him of any of us. It's like that with Dean as well, though. I think that there's like Mm -hmm. it's different stages of her life. Like she's still going to love Dean for Dean, you know, like it's not over. But she doesn't have to uh, screw up her own life to love these guys. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With Ikea, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You know how we always ask, who's the daddy? You know what I want to add? You know what, <laughs> what? I want to add to that? Mm-hmm. Who's her soulmate? Oh. oh, that's a good one. I think it's, I actually think it's Jess. I think so too. And I, but, but, but here's oh. the thing. You look at Jess, where he is now, and the way Luke interacts with him now, and the way Rory just walked away. And she did show some caring a little bit, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, but she had mm-hmm. to walk away. Mm-hmm. Her walking away says more about how much she's still attracted to him because she needed to get away. Because mm-hmm. if she stayed, uh-oh, right? Yeah. Like, and get how- me away from this because my life is on a good track. And that, mm. you look at Jess, where he is now, That's there's tre- still pre- tremendous potential in him, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. he's kind mm-hmm. of extraordinary and he's really smart and he's really intuitive and he's a soulful guy. He's just... You know, he's just filled with anger and rage from his horrible upbringing. Mm-hmm. So, 
he gets and how through about that. That's, he's years away from yeah. being a viable sort of partner in life. Yeah. Right? He's years away. And nobody wants well, to deal with it at this point. <laughs> Lorelai, who this guy hurt her kid, right? Mm-hmm. Her number one biggest part in her life. This guy hurt her kid. Right. She goes into Luke's, one of the reasons being you can't leave your kid out there. Yeah. He's it's too cold. As a mother. You got yeah. you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like she oh, this is gonna make me cry. At their core, they are parents. Yeah. Luke and Lorelai. They are parents. And so it at the end of the day, they are both the parents. Luke with his fierce yeah. protection of Rory. Oh my God. Oh, I can't. It makes me just he, well up. You know, and he, he, Luke with his Right. You're the parent, and she, with all his, her like, this guy sucks, but I'm gonna go be the parent with 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 my co-parent. But he has to talk, be talked into it. He feels more protective of of, and he, as well he should of Rory than he ever did of, well, not ever, but at this point of 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 Jess, you know, for obvious reasons. But mm-hmm. he just. He just doesn't know how to handle, I guess Luke just doesn't know how to deal with Jess. He just, it's, how do you deal with somebody like that? Yeah, well, that's the question, It's Scott. like, how, how, only how, just Luke, nobody, it's like anyone. Right. Anyone, right. I mean, how do you well, deal with that? I mean, the well, fact he that he even took it on. parents for the first 17 years. Right. He, nobody can fix that. In, yeah, because I think a part of it is, it's like, obviously, Jess has done some not cool things to Luke, but for the most part, it's, he he hasn't been taught to do otherwise. Right. He look hasn't been ta- he hasn't did. he hasn't been taught a code. He doesn't have a code. Correct. He's because not his look, his word doesn't matter. You're you know? so right because do- look at what Liz t- did. Mm-hmm. Liz comes back and she preaches all this stuff to to Luke. I'm better. I have a nice boyfriend. I'm working. I'm you get the vibe like I'm clean. You get all that even though she doesn't say that. And then she shits on Luke by calling Jess just to earn some brownie points yeah. with the kid she screwed over for her his whole life to give him the car. When I'm like, that was literally the last thing she should have done. So that okay, so that's the question. And Luke asked the question, why are you here? So why was she there? Why was she there? I actually think she was there for the dumb reunion. Like, or am I being just too like on the nose with that? No, you might be right. Now that you say it again, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. See, she's she's cast Luke. This is what addicts do. They cast their siblings or the ones that seem to care in roles of saviors Mm -hmm. that they know will never complete the task. Yet they still go back. They still go back. They still go back. Mm -hmm. Keep trying to save me. Keep trying to save me. Yeah. And they don't understand the impact they and the one if they do understand the, the the impact they have on people on their siblings coming back to them again and again and again and, and you know scrambling their brains and and ruining their their moments and their lives. <laughs> um, and they poop know. on the savior, which is exactly what she yeah. did. Yeah, that's She's what they do. Saying one thing and then she goes behind his back, like you took the car. Which also was like the big revelation, even though we knew you took the car, that you outwardly say, I yeah. took the car. Yeah. You did it for all the right reasons. And another yeah. adult parent should have your back. Lorelai would have completely been aligned with you right. on it. These people are frightening. 
Yeah. I mean, Liz and Jess are frightening at this point. And especially Liz. Like, especially get Liz. away from me. Just go yeah. away. No contact. You're scary. I mean, look how ungrateful yeah. Jess is. I mean, Luke kept the car in his garage, locked away, nice and safe totally. for him. And then he, I give Jess a little more rope because he's a kid. Sure. Sure. You have to. You have to. He's still a yeah. teen, right? He's 19. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to. Is he 19 at this point? Yeah, he's probably pushing 20, but I mean, yeah. they, and he's, a, he's, he's just a, a freshman, kid. so they're like, yeah. And he's a smart kid. He's just a little troubled. That's really he's very. He's very troubled. Yeah. I yeah. mean, to have that as a mother, I mean, now you see why Jess is so screwed up because Liz showed right. up and that's what that is. My mother yeah. is an addict and she's not well and she's going to... She's going to fall again. She's going to, she's she's going to use again. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what addicts do. Mm. They can't help it. You know, it's a, it's, it's an awful, awful, awful disease. It's awful. And also let's not forget last season, we had the whole storyline with his dad, you know what I mean? And his dad just dumped him in California. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So this kid is just, is, is really just lost. Yeah. And you know, he has he has no heart. He has no he he wanted to put his heart with Rory and Yeah. He, he But he bailed her. Yeah. He couldn't. He wanted to, her. but he couldn't. Right. You know? Because he didn't think enough of himself. He didn't even say goodbye. Exactly. Remember, he, he didn't think enough call. of himself. Yeah. He didn't he, he he it was an act of nobility for him to withdraw and to sabotage subconsciously, right? right? It's almost a subconscious act of nobility. You guys, the silent phone call when he calls her and she says, if this is you, he won't even talk. At least he he, calls. Right. At least he had that consciousness that he was going to be a bad influence on her. So he stayed silent. He stayed away. Mm. He only came, he came back because he had no place to go. He came back to Luke because he had no place to go. He's looking for a second chance. It's terrible. This tragic. is like a third chance, by the way. Third chance. It's heavy. It's heavy, right? Gosh. So poor Luke. I guess we'll switch it to some to end on a just trying to get a simple note. little life together. You know, he's just like got his diner and he's you know, the poor guy, man. Yeah. Jeez. <sighs> he can't get a break. And he's like, I'm going to Nicole's, which obviously you weren't even going to Nicole. I mean, you did go to Nicole's, but you weren't yeah. originally going to Nicole's, but you right. went to Nicole's because you want to give him, you know, he won't come sleep there if you're in there. I mean, it's all just am I the caretaking, only one that, caretaking, caretaking. Am I the only one that like weirdly wanted Luke to like for the scenes for Luke to be like pulling up to Lorelai's house? Like, I don't know why I want oh, that know. so bad. Now that you say we it. all yeah. do. Welcome to the club. Girl. I wanted it so bad. Like, <laughs> No, Scott, you don't think so? Oh, no. oh God, we no. all do. I wanted him to like pull up to okay. their house and Lorelai's like, come here, you can sleep on the couch. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I, th- I think at, at most, maybe, maybe, okay, on a good day, maybe he drives by the house and glances a little bit. I don't ah! know, but that's that's still a little much. You know, I don't know about that. That's that's a who, tough one. Oh, who has their on. favorite lines? Huh? Who has their favorite lines? And I kept forgetting to tell you guys this, but I do love the line when she's talking about Asher and Paris says like 10 times, not count my chickens, not count my chickens. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? Not to count my chickens. Favorite lines? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, my favorite. Every- I, there, were, there was, again, there's like too many to even. Everything in the scene with Kirk and Lorelai. Yeah. You know, I, 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 from that scene. I, I, I think when, when Tana got asked, Tana, 
got asked out on the date. Yeah. Uh, Paris says uh, she's in the bathroom throwing up. And, the, and then there's another one because I'm going to take liberties here, you know, because this totally this episode ripped me apart. Uh, oh. Pillar to post, it just ripped me apart. Uh, um, the the Rory line when she's referring to uh, Asher as the Ming Dynasty. For the, yeah. What was it? May to June romance, and then she's yeah, like, you're May, May to December, May, and May, then she's May, like, May December oh, romance. No, no, you're May yeah. to Ming Dynasty romance. <laughs> <laughs> Six. Oh no, and Rory, another one. Don't don't ever tell me about his body. You know, so oh, yeah. he's got the body oh, God, of a forty year old. Just don't ever tell talk about his body again. <laughs> uh, mine's a Luke line, and it oh, was really? during the Lorelai Kirk um, Luke entertainment. That's the best. And um, and Luke goes double dipping you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. That's good. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I love the banter outside of Mrs. Kim's when they both both Jason and uh Lorelai were on the phone with Emily. And then she's like, Is that the same man that was harass is is he harassing you? That was <laughs> like funny back too. and forth. <laughs> I love that banter. I thought uh, Lauren was great in this episode. The comedic skills uh, just shining yeah. through in the pink coat out on the street. Yeah, the pink the, coat. All the, throw, all the throwaway too. lines and all the... Uh, she's just great, isn't she? Isn't she just great? So what are we going to give it? One to ten? The cars. I was thinking Jess's of one car. to ten. Jess's cars. <laughs> Jess's cars. Jalopies. What is that thing? One to ten jalopies? No. One to ten I jalopies. Don't know. One to, I don't know. Maybe... maybe um, I also definitely noticed that you, Scott, mm. drank the orange juice. You didn't guzzle it, and it wasn't a hu- super tall glass, but you definitely drank that orange juice. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, the that's the thing that drives me crazy. Uh, people don't eat and they don't drink when they get something. In, in I do think there was some fake driving. But I, I think thought, I was thirsty. Yeah. I was really thirsty. I was glad. You were thirsty. I, I thought thirsty. Mercedes driving real, truck driving real, some of the Jeep driving real, some of the Jeep driving yeah. so fake. Yeah, yeah right, there was right. a lot of fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like looking, looking not on the road and just oh, doing this. Fake driving. I'm like, you don't uh, have to turn your steering wheel, uh, actor. I don't think uh, I've ever in my life even done that. I know. <laughs> I exactly. What else could we do? We should give it ten. One to ten dukes. Good dukes. job, One Sarah. To One to dukes. ten dukes. Uh, well, so wait a minute. Let me ask this question. There's one question. What did we think of Jason when he really fought not to go into the diner? Did, did he? Because did he, he doesn't. He knew he was tailgating you. No, I understand why. Oh, it's not oh. Shakespeare. Uh, <laughs> but what did we think of the character fighting so hard not to go in? Did he go down a couple of notches in your book? Like yeah. just just man yeah, up and go he in goes the diner up and down the whole time. Is that that's yeah. his, kind, that's kind steady. of his, right? That's kind of his deal, right? Yeah, because okay. what did you say? He's a lovable jerk. Right. So you're like, when he's a jerk, you're like, you're down. And then you're like, you're lovable. You're down. You're, you're down. But it's also, it's not like the car is going inside the diner to get the coffee. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. it's like, you right. don't know who's tailgating you. You know the car that's tailgating you. We missed out Although on it. We missed knew. out on an hysterical scene. Totally. We huh. Just get out of the car and go, go to do a funny scene. Ten dukes for me. Ten dukes. Ten dukes for you, Ta- Tara. Tara, how many dukes? I'll give it a nine. You gotta give it nine dukes. And what? Why is one duke missing? In your opinion, <laughs> I just, I just don't give out ten that easily. <laughs> I don't give out yeah. ten dukes. Uh, I agree well, with Tara. Oh, I'm, oh. A, I'm nine. You're a niner. Yeah, you're, you're ten dukes. Oh. I think it's a great episode. Is it? Great, does it yeah. have something to do with who you're interviewing today? And like, <laughs> no, that's your. Tenth she's Duke. All, she can't give a ten. She's not giving because she. All right. Um, I mean, I I gotta say, uh, 
this is 20 Dukes for me. Oh, this is a home run. I just love this episode. I mean, even though it ripped me apart, it hit too close to home and did answer the question, are you a lot like your character? Well, in this instance, the the answer is Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, But that's what we want. Yeah. (laughs) We want that. That's what we want. Yeah. uh, There's a good number of people mm -hmm. that don't really want you to be anything but Luke. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine with me, you know. Yeah, you're gonna you'll you'll see them all. We're all coming. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's gonna be fun. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Yeah. Well, this was a nice, light, breezy episode, wasn't it? (laughs) 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 But in Gilmore fashion, they do figure out a way to have funny moments, and you know what? That's why I love it. Mm Hmm. Yeah. This was. uh, God, this was just filled with such drama. Um. And such hilarity. Really wonderful episode. Kenny Ortega, hats off. Oh, what a genius. Uh, who wrote the episode, by the way? Oh, yeah, good question. Yeah, who let's let's get some fun facts. I'm going Amy. Oh, Dan Palladino. Danny wrote it? Yeah. Oh, so wow. I, we, it, you knew it had to be one of them. God, his no talent doubt. just runs amok, doesn't it? Amok. Yeah, it's real <laughs> good. And he charges accordingly. Um, <laughs> so anyway... Um, that's gonna wrap it up, folks. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for downloading. Best fans on the planet. Thank you for sharing all your, th- all uh, your. Yeah, well, uh, we appreciate it. We're I mean, edit I, I can ninety nine percent of it out. Thank we're you not much. editing one. I know you're gonna you're gonna fight me on that, aren't you? I'm gonna fight. Yeah, <laughs> sure. sometimes I cave and I go, okay, on this one, absolutely not, all absolutely right. not. But we're gonna have we're gonna have a real hoedown humdinger of a hoedown on the 22nd of warner brothers from the set of gilmore girls are i am all in podcast live in front of a live audience wb tour audience how many people apparently a sold out crowd what is that what's the number there how many people are going to be there oh i I think it's quite a lot it's quite a lot oh it's going to be i think it has four numbers in it Four numbers. Oh, I think so. Is, is, wow. Can they fit that many people back there? I I don't know. I don't want to lie. I mean, it's sort of. A, I think it's over. It's it's a lot. It's a large. I, I don't want to lie. Large ish area. Maybe it's but, high threes, but boy, oh boy, wow, that's going to be rollicking. We need to call James Pettit. Am I going to? You, I I better have a microphone. Am I going to have a microphone? Is it going to be of all professional? Obviously, all professional. All professional. Like, just yell it out. Shout real loud. Lose your voice. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, go to moment.co backslash I am all in for the streaming, which will, uh, you can get the streamings available December 23rd, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for the next seven days after that as well. So don't miss it. We're going to do a lot of things uh, that the live audience isn't going to see unless they stream it too. Um, but it's going to be so much fun. And I can't wait to see everybody. Um, and uh, all the best, ladies. Danielle Romo, Tara Sudbach. Is that, is that right? She's. Sudbach. You know that I know everyone. Sudbach. Tara uses Tara Sud as yeah, her nickname. That's like my. So everybody know, being I, mad I, I about got a, it. I got a couple emails, and I. I feel know. Bad. I saw them too, yeah, but I it's like bad. she. She guys. I'm just gonna have Scott's back here for a second. Tara <laughs> said to Scott, "Call me Tara Sud." It's so, literally my Instagram handle. Yeah. It's been like that it's for like years. Tanya I don't know. Rad. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like Tanya Rad on I'll, I'll Ryan get it right. I should get it right. I also would like to point out that we got a little dragged 
last week for oh, thinking no. that Laurel, uh, that's Luke had already been to Emily and Richard's uh, house. I know we, Scott went out of order in his brain, but cut the guy some slack. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, just, I know. I was going to say. A common a occurrence. Even, but even I thought, I, even I thought uh, when Richard had a heart attack that he went to the house. But it was only the hospital, so I knew it. And, and I, wait a minute, I, wait I a minute. Just didn't want to be. I got another bone to pick with last week's episode, you know. And crack staff reminded me of this, you know. Okay. And one thing that drives the crack staff crazy is that I didn't mention this. Yes, my brain was all out of order that week. Why didn't I mention this? Where does Laura like get off giving me crap when she doesn't tell me about Jason? Ah, mm-hmm. totally agree. Totally agree. Sir. Come on. Huh? Very good point. You know, anyway, no one's listening to us anymore because we said bye like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They already tuned out anyway. <laughs> Will we do crack staff in pop culture? Oh, yeah. Let's do crack staff in pop culture. We'll do crack okay. staff in pop cool. culture. All right. Yeah. Love you guys. Um, everybody. See you Thanks later. for downloading. All the best. Bye. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, scottyp.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, scottyp.com, grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.